Yo, what's the deal? What's the deal? Welcome back. After a month long or more hiatus of convoy conversations. I'm glad to be back. Um, I ain't gonna lie, as usual, I keep going through these thoughts of like, man, fuck this. I don't want to do this podcast anymore. But sometimes I get bored and, you know, I want to do it. So, yeah, I'm back. I think the last time I did an episode was like May, beginning of May before I left off to NTC. Um, As some of y'all know, I went to NTC to uh, be an OC. OC is a observer for units that come through uh, Fort Irwin to train. So I had to go evaluate, observe units. And uh, so, yeah, that was pretty boring. But uh, I mean, it wasn't boring. Like, thank God I was fortunate enough to end up on a a team that like had some cool people. Um, And the good thing about it was I I met. Well, I didn't meet, but um, I seen two people that were stationed there as like actual OCs that were in my first unit when I was in the Army uh, at Fort Drum, New York. And so it was good seeing them, Captain Brothers and uh, Sergeant First Class Wilson. Uh, but yeah, Wilson was getting out, so I, I didn't see him till like the end, till it was time for me to go. Like I literally left the next day, I think. But yeah, Captain Brothers was on uh, in the unit that I was in at OCM, but he wasn't on my team, so it was good to see him. Definitely good to see him. He was like my EXO uh, when I was at Fort Drum. Um, but yeah, so I spent a lot of time walking, not not necessarily walking, but uh, driving around out there, following around with units, observing them while they train and. You know, seeing how they do and stuff like that. Um, um, it was pretty interesting because I'm, you know, I'm used to going to, I'm used to being the unit that's being there training and stuff like that. So it was good to see how it is for like the units that are coming through and uh, training, so you get to see them. But uh, yeah, will I do it again? No, I won't. That was like the. The stupidest shit I've ever done. Not, not. Uh, I won't say stupid, but I just was not feeling it. I didn't want to go, but I mean, I got to go. Get you know, and me when I go to stuff like that, and it's just me by myself. I don't, I don't associate with anybody. I already don't associate with people now, but um, I definitely uh, spent a lot of time by myself. Just in my off time, I worked like twenty four on, twenty four off, and you know, even when I was out there working and stuff like that I kind of just kept to myself which is how I normally do I'm real kind of anti-social when it comes to being at like training events or schools and shit by myself in the army I really don't like to talk to people um but yeah it was it was kind of cool um I was definitely ready to get back uh once I um I left at like the end of the month around like Memorial Day so I came back home I uh, was definitely happy to be home. Um, that was like the longest in a while I went without a fucking haircut. So I was pretty upset about that. Um, but yeah, I didn't even cut my hair when I got back, you know. I got rid of the waves for the summer. So I'm going to see how I like that. Uh, you know, I'm liking it so far. I might just keep it for, you know, maybe the rest of the year if I can maintain it. You know, uh, but yeah, that was pretty much it about that. But uh, I did while I was down there. 
And, I, you know, I ain't never really talked about it before uh, as far as, like, mental health. But I've, I kind of, like, finally touched on it, you know, publicly about me. I have these nightmares. You know, if I don't have a – I've never – I can't remember the last time I've had, like, a fire as – you know, dream or a good dream or something like that. It's normally just been all like weird ass nightmares about, you know, shootings and, you know, killing and stuff like that or people trying to kill me mostly. So, you know, um, I finally, you know, got to a point where I was like, I can't, you know, not talk about this anymore. This is kind of like getting to me. You know, I, I haven't really you know, expressed it to people or even like in counseling and stuff like that. Cause I didn't know, you know, when when you go through stuff like that, you don't know like what, what's going to happen or, you know, is this like, for me, I put it off for so long because it's just like, I, I would have like these nightmare ass dreams. And when I tell people like they're nightmares, they're like literally fucking like nightmares. But, you know, I, for so long was just like, you know what, this shit don't really bother me. You know, I wake up, I have a nightmare, get up, you know, go about my day and, you know, like nothing happened. But, you know, it was up until like recently over this, you know, less than a year that I've been, you know, waking up crying about it. You know, when I tell you like crying about it, just like on just straight crying. And, you know, and also I was starting to feel like this weird energy in the room, like, you know, on some random you know, in a random corner of the room or immediately my, my eyes will lock on to an area in the room and it's just like straight dark and it just feels like somebody's there like watching me. You know what I mean? Like it's just, you know, almost like this this character, you know, just, you know, looking at me and basically, you know, giving me these vibes that, you know, this this weird energy in the room is telling me like, you know, this isn't, this is real. And like I said, cause the dreams was feeling like they was real. And, um, you know, I, I'd even wake up like, you know, in the places that I'd be shot at. And, you know, most of the time it'd be like, I get shot in the face or something like that. I wake up and then, you know, I'm feeling like this, this numbness in my, you know, face, right where I got shot at. So that's how real it is. And, you know, it was scaring the shit out of me. Cause I'm feeling like, you know, I'm going to eventually like die in my sleep or, you know, heaven forbid, like, you know, I don't like to talk about it a lot, like commit suicide or something like that. It was just like, I don't wake up feeling like I'm going to commit suicide, but it's just like, I've, I've, I have all these friends that have, you know, committed suicide in some way. And I don't know why they did it, but I feel like, you know, that's, that's what's going to happen to me because, you know, I'm having these night terrors where, you know, like I said, I'm, it's, it's all about me being killed in different ways, you know, by different people and, you know, different situations. And it's just like, well, you know, so I finally had a breakdown while I was there. And I, you know, just, you know, went on the Internet, told people like, you know, this is what's going on with me, you know, because a lot of people like, you know, see me on the Internet and they think that, you know, I'm just the happiest person in the world. But I'd be telling people like. You know, I be going through shit like all the time. I just don't really talk about it. But um, so that's what, you know, like I said, I finally spoke on it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to counseling when I get back. And 
I didn't expect to get like the responses that I got about it, but it was a, it was a lot of people that showed me love about this situation. Like, you know, it's good that you finally, you know, you're talking about it to people, you know, that's a, you know, that's a hard thing to deal with that, you know, you having these, you know, these dreams about, you know, being killed, you know, that's a hard thing for people to talk about. And that's what I was saying to people. I was like, I did not talk to people about it because, you know, it just sounds weird talking about it. You know what I mean? So I finally told myself, you know, I'm going to go to counseling and I'm going to, you know, start getting therapy about it because this is something that I don't want to carry on to my life when I get out of the military. And, you know, I'm I'm hell bent on like just having, a, you know, a chill lifestyle when I get out, you know, working some job that, you know, not even related to, you know, the military and shit like that, because, you know, I just don't want no parts in, you know, my military life. Once it's over, I don't want to be trying to be one of those dudes that's trying to get a job that's military related. I kind of thought about it, but then I was just like, you know, I've worked so hard for 11 years that by the time I get out, you know, I'm ready to, you know, be in this completely different lifestyle where it's just like I'm I'm in actually getting the opportunity to enjoy my life. You know, work doesn't consume my life more than me going on vacation or you know going to go hang out with people you know that shit don't consume my life like the military has the military has consumed so much of my life that that that's probably why that's all i dream about shit like that is because 24 7 you know not 24 7 but like 24 5 the military has my time and even on the weekends sometimes like you know i just came back from ntc where i was there 24 7 24 on 24 off and they just had all of my fucking time so it's just like, you know, now that, that you know, it's about to come to an end, I want to, you know, seek the help to, for, you know, get rid of these things that are, um, get rid of this part of my life that's just, you know, taking over, I feel like. It's just, it's taking over so much of my life that, you know, I'm ready for it to be over. So I was dealing with that for a little bit. I still am dealing with it. I came back home. I've had a few, you know, bad dreams or weird-ass dreams, but... You know, it doesn't like I said, it doesn't bother me too much. But like there are some really bad ones that just had me waking up like, you know, what the fuck is going on? But um, I I had my first um, intake appointment for behavioral health so I can get counseling. Uh, it was like on Tuesday. Um, so we'll see where this goes. My next one's at like the end of the month. So, I'm you know, I'm pretty I'm completely optimistic about it. Um about getting like the necessary help that I need. And I hope, I I truly hope that it helps because like I said, I'm ready for this, you know, to get this negative part of my life over with. Um, But yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. I've been, and I've been back to work. I haven't been really too much going to work. um, Cause like I said, I'm in a position where there's nothing much for me to do at work. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm in a platoon, but I'm not in charge of anybody in the platoon. So there's no point in me being at work or stuff like that. So I kind of like, you know, sham out, go do my own thing and stuff like that. Um, just to, you know, uh, get away and kind of like reset, really. Though this bitch-ass platoon sergeant that that took over, 
this motherfucker just be bothering me every day for what i don't know but i understand the whole you know it is a you know everybody does have to come to work don't make no mistake about it me fucking skipping work and shit like that if these motherfuckers only knew that i do not come to work i don't report the formation if they was really tracking me and i was supposed to be there they'd be fucking pissed but there's no reason for me to be there and and i know it ain't because like i said they don't even call me you know what i mean like i wake up at seven o'clock in the morning and I'd be like, damn, you know, I ain't go to work, formation, none of that. So I just, I just be at home chilling. But I, uh, I did go to work today. Today's Friday. Um, I only went to work to like turn in some shit, and then after that, I came right back home. So I've been mostly chilling at home, uh, really just you know getting myself together, trying to you know get my personal life together. Um, been booking a bunch of appointments to see doctors and stuff like that so by the time i get out i have everything documented that i need so i can get that 100 percent from the va i hope i get med boarded so i can get paid from the army and the va uh shout out to josh he just got um he just got his va ratings back after waiting i think about three months or something like that so that's the only thing shitty about getting out and claiming things from the va it takes a few months for you know, you to get your actual uh, ratings and stuff like that and actually start getting paid. So but the good thing about that is however long it took, they do back pay you for that. So they, they probably owe Josh like 12 grand by now. And he got 100 percent VA rating. So he's getting close to like four thousand dollars, which is really good. I'm happy for him. Um, and it was his first time go. Normally, you all some people that only get like 80 percent or, you know, a percentage less than 100. They trying to go back and, you know, get reevaluated to see if they can get that 100 percent. Josh got it on his first time go uh, and it's permanent. So he don't have to. You know, they can never touch it or something like that. Uh, never go back and reevaluate it. It's 100 percent permanent. And uh, we tallied up how, like, how much. Uh, all the stuff that he claimed and it was actually like 600%, but you know, you can only get up to a hundred percent from the VA, which is, uh, which is all right. Cause like I said, you get a decent amount of pay forever. So, you know, I'm pretty, like I said, I'm happy for him, uh, with that. Glad he's getting that. And that lets me know that gives me more, you know, confidence that by the time I get my rating, you know, Hopefully I get that hundred percent because I've definitely done a, or definitely experienced a lot more than Josh did. So I know if Josh, who been in like maybe a year or two less than me, got his a hundred percent, and this is all off stuff that he claimed, you know, on his way out the door. I know for sure I'll get that hundred percent when my time comes. So I'm not really worried about it. I got two years left, under two years, but. You know, I'm pushing hard for this med board because, like I said, I want to be able to get out now versus wait these two years. Because, like I said, there's no I don't have a job. They're not going to send me anywhere. So I'm just like floating around here right now, which I'm not complaining about. But I'm just tired of, you know, in this position that I'm in now, like it's kind of, it's, it's a blessing. But like I said, at the same time, it's a curse because, you know, it depends on who you're working for. Um, and right now, this platoon sergeant is getting on my fucking nerves. But. It is what it is. Um, we'll see where it goes. Uh, another thing that I wanted to talk about, the things that was going on before I left and while I was gone was like, you know, the mass shootings that have been going on. There's been like at least the the two major ones that, you know, put a spotlight on all the other ones that's been going on all throughout the year is that supermarket shooting in Buffalo, New York. And 
Um, the school shooting in Texas, which is the school shooting in Texas was way more crazier, though there's no footage of that. The the grocery store shooting in Buffalo is insanity because the dude uh, streamed it on Twitch. So the video's out there for people to see. Um, and now it's calling for all these changes as far as like gun control and stuff like that. But, you know, and which is cool. Like I'm one of those dudes that, you know, floats in the middle when it comes to gun control and stuff like that. I feel like, um, yeah, there should be some rules implemented and, you know, more restrictions. But some people just talk like jackasses when it comes to uh, gun control, because these people that have never like owned a gun or they've never been into guns, they just call them for all guns to be gone. Like we want, you know, all guns should be banned. Why do people need, you know, assault rifles or AR-15s, uh, you know, however they want to classify it. And they have no idea what it's like to own a, a gun or they haven't. You know, they don't understand why, you know, guns of all kinds are necessary because you think about it like this. So you want you want to you want these people to ban guns. You have all these celebrities, first of all, that, you know, live in these million dollar homes, like far out of reach of crime or they don't even live in. You know, they're not these type of people that have to live everyday life around these fucking these maniacs. So. You know, they're but they're the ones that are mo the most outspoken about it and have a bigger voice. Why they have a bigger voice? Because they're a fucking celebrity. And, you know, that's kind of that kind of pisses me off because, you know, you don't have to live around this shit. So the and they don't understand that or maybe they I don't know, maybe they do. But it's just like we, we have these. You know, drug ep epidemics. We have this real the real big thing that's going on right now is fucking fentanyl. So you got all these people that fucking, you know, fentanyl is illegal as fuck in no way, shape or form. Are you allowed to fucking, you know, have fentanyl unless I don't know. I, I think it's involved in like some type of, you know, I think they do use fentanyl legally, but you can't get it outside of fucking, you know, a doctor or something like that. But nonetheless, you know, there are drugs that are illegal and that people somehow, you know, still get a hold of. them. So. These people are telling, you know calling for you know guns to be banned period do y'all think that that's just gonna stop guns from getting in the country i hope y'all don't think that a lot of people just think that that's gonna keep guns from getting in the hands of criminals no these these criminals that have guns are still gonna find a way to get them just like they find a way to get drugs just like they find a way to make drugs sell drugs they're still gonna be able to get drugs so i don't understand why y'all are saying uh guns you know guns need to be banned that's not going to make the criminals be like, oh, shit, guns are banned. Look like we can't do this now. No, that's going to make these motherfuckers go and find some way to get them. Also, that's going to make the, you know, the the other criminals capitalize on smuggling, you know, guns into the country. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see nothing changing with that. Now, you may lessen the amount of shootings and stuff like that, but they're still going to happen. You're still going to have all these people that are acquiring these guns illegally or not. Everybody's going to give up their guns. You really think that all these people are going to give up their guns? They're not. There's going to be a lot of angry white people for sure that are fucking like, I'm not giving up my guns. And, you know, you gonna have to go to jail. There's going to be people that are not going to run a risk of felony. So they're going to give up their guns. It's going to kill off the entire uh, gun industry, which is a huge moneymaker in the country. So that's not going to go anywhere on top of that. 
And like I said, these criminals are still going to acquire these guns. Shootings are still going to happen. It's going to make these criminals or not necessarily these criminals, these these fucking maniacs out here um, still going to be like, well, I got a gun and or I go acquire a gun illegally and they're still going to fucking open fire on the defenseless people. When these criminals find out that all guns are illegal and nobody has a gun, it's open season on everybody. So I don't understand why people think that that's going to change anything. It's not going to change a damn thing because everybody's going to fucking everybody's going to still have a gun. And. No, nobody's going to be able to defend themselves. And like I've told people that, you know, when you when you strip people of that, that right to defend themselves and, and all these people don't understand, like, you know, Wait till you have to depend on fucking, you actually have to depend on the police to fucking show up. It's going to take so long for them to show up that fucking, you know, you're going to be wishing that you had a gun like right on the spot. Like nothing gives you a better sense of security than being able to defend yourself right on the spot rather than fucking, I got to call the police and fucking, you know, that out of this. Like, no, you, who, who the fuck wants to wait on the police to come there? Like five minutes you know, when you're getting shot at anywhere from one to five minutes when you're getting shot at is a long fucking time. You know, I don't care what you say and who you are like when especially, the you know, when you've never been in that situation, you don't know that shit is a fucking lifetime when you're getting shot at. So why do you think that fucking, you know, it, it, it it's going to get any better? I don't I don't foresee it getting any better. You know, what I mean, I don't foresee police response time going to get any faster. And that was another thing with the school shooting and fucking um, with the school shooting in Texas. It was just like the police response, even when they were there, they took so long to breach the fucking room that he was killing people in the process while they were waiting to breach the room. Because and I, and, and I get it. it. It'll never be talked about. But I understand. I know the reason why they took so long to breach that room. Those motherfuckers were scared. They've never been in fucking that situation before. So they were fucking terrified. You know what I mean? Like that, you think about it, it's a small town in Texas, like way south Texas. These people were like, you know, these cops are just like, you know, this dude's in there lighting this bitch up. We go in this room like I could be shot and killed. You know what I mean? And I understand like that's the wrong answer. Like when you when you're a cop, you assume that responsibility of putting your life on the line to preserve the the life, uh, preserve life of others. But, you know, I mean, that's what was going through their mind. Those those motherfuckers were so scared to come to that fucking classroom that, you know, they just didn't know what to do with themselves. So. um, And like I said, I don't really, you know, like I said, you can't really fault them because, like I said, they've been through that shit before. So they were kind of, you know, it is what it is. Not necessarily been through that shit before. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. But um, like I said, and I. The thing that I wanted to, you know, people to understand, too, like we don't it's it's a it's a different day and age. We don't have that fucking luxury of fucking just walking around the streets like, you know, unarmed, unprotected. Like, it's not that I wish I can't wait for people to finally accept that this is not the world that we live in anymore. And people like, you know, it shouldn't have to be like that. It it has to be. It, It literally has to be because you people don't understand that when you don't. When uh, when you aren't fucking walking around, if you are walking around protected, it'll be a whole different scenario for these motherfuckers that constantly fucking think that, 
you know, they can just, um, you know, go out and cause harm. If they, if all these criminals or all these people who knew that when, if, you know, they were, if they knew that it could be a chance that everybody they were going out to fucking, you know, kill in a fucking highly populated area, whether it be a mall or grocery store or a school, church. Like if they knew that it was a chance that they could get shot right on the spot before anything even happens, they wouldn't do it. They they rethink it. If they knew that it's a chance when they walk in there, there's 10 people in here that have guns on them and I may get shot before I even get an opportunity to shoot anybody. Like a lot of that shit wouldn't happen the way it does. And that's why I tell people, like, we don't have the luxury of just fucking walking around casually in the streets without a gun. Like me, like I, I even posted about it. I was like, when I go out, like I carry a gun on me, a, a rifle and an AR and sometimes body armor because that's just the world we live in. Like, you know, it can literally happen anywhere. And I'd be telling people, like, stop thinking that it can't happen, you know, anywhere you are. Like you can be anywhere and somebody can just start opening fire on people. And would you not want to have a gun on you to defend yourself or to stop that person or to defend other people? You know what I mean? Or are you just going to rely on fucking the cops to show up if you get an opportunity to call the cops? And we're so crazy about that. Like you can't, that even is a 50 50 thing because, um, my, uh, uh, the, one of the people that was in the, uh, the grocery store when the shooting happened in Buffalo, was um calling nine one one and was talking to a dispatcher and she was talking so low because she you know the shooter was close by and she didn't want the shooter to hear her that the the dispatcher got a fucking attitude and hung up on her because she was like you're talking too low she was like yeah the shooter's right by me so the the girl ended up having to call her boyfriend and tell him what was going on or text him and tell him to call the police I'm like yo this is where I am like there's a sh- you know there's a dude that's shooting up the grocery store right now you know call the cops because they hung up on me. It shouldn't be like that. Shouldn't be like that at all. But that's the type of world we also live in, and people are starting to ignore that. I even told myself, like, dude, what I'm about to start doing is probably going to cause some controversy. I'm about to fucking just, like, when I go to the grocery stores wearing fucking, you know, body armor and a fucking helmet because, um, like I said, I, I just don't want to risk it. Or when I do go to the grocery stores nowadays, like, I'm in and out of that motherfucker. Like, straight up. Like, you know, if it's taking fucking, you know, I don't waste no time in the grocery store. Anywhere I go. Like, I'm in and out of there. I'm mapping out, like, you know, what I need and, you know, getting there and doing this and that. Like, I don't waste no time when it comes to going to the grocery store because fucking, you know, in an instance, like, something could happen. I just don't want to be around it if something did happen. But, you know, best believe when I'm around shit, like I'm prepared for it. So, I, I, you know, I encourage people like do their research and do their homework on it. And just like, you know, and a lot of people do not own guns because they have no idea about guns or they're just scared of guns. And like, OK, you know, there's a lot of things that you're scared of. You've been scared of. Motherfuckers have been scared of roller coasters, but go try it out because it's fun. You know, you'll, the plane you own could crash, but you still going to get your ass on that plane to get to the state because you don't want to drive. You can die in a car accident. You know what I mean? Like it, you, but you teach yourself how to drive, you know, you teach your house yourself how to, you know, survive all these other things. You know what I mean? Like you wear a seatbelt. So if you do get into a car accident, you survive. So it's all about learning about things. You have to learn about, you know, guns because that's the world that we live in. You know what I mean? Like that's what I've accepted a long time ago that, you know, 
it's time to stop, you know, leaving my life in the hands of others. You know, especially when it comes to fucking gun safety. Like, you can't just leave leave it to chance. When you leave it to chance, then, you know, that's when something happens. And it's going to be a lot of regret in that situation. You're going to wish that fucking you didn't fucking um, you had a gun. All these all these people that are saying that, you know, they you know, you don't need a gun. Like you're going to wish you had one when that situation comes. And when it does come like you're going to you're going to regret it. You're going to regret it, like I wish I had a gun or I wish I wasn't one of those people that was advocating for people not to have guns. Like that just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me why people think like that, you know, that guns are, you know, not a necessity. There are countries where it is a necessity. Places like Afghanistan, you're allowed to have an AK in your home, everybody. Because when you, if you know, if you don't, then fucking, you know, these Taliban or these, you know, these terrorists can come in your home and, you know, kill you. You have a right to defend yourself. And I'm not saying, you know, it's very di- big difference from, you know, Afghanistan to America. But like I said, I just feel like that shit's necessary. Why wouldn't you? You know, why wouldn't you want to have something to protect yourself? And you're, you'll thank yourself, uh, you know, a whole lot more. I guarantee you, like, people that didn't have a gun versus people that do have a gun or people that finally get a gun, when they do get one, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm happy I have one. And I've had people DM me about that. Like, nothing gives me, a, a you know, a greater sense of security than, you know, being out somewhere and knowing that people are carrying guns. You know what I mean? Like, knowing that I'm safe in this environment from something that may happen you know, if it did happen, you know, but like I said, I'll, I'll always be a, you know, a, a advocate for guns and I'll always be that middle person. That's like, you know, this is, um, you know, there are some restrictions that are needed, like fucking, um, you know, you do have, if you, if you want to go sell a gun to somebody, you have to meet them at a licensed FFL and, you know, they have to do a background check on this person versus how it used to be where people could go take guns. And if they wanted to sell it, just go meet up with somebody. I'm like, yeah, sell them. No, no ID required. They, don't, they can ask for an ID, but they're not legally obligated to ask for an ID if they don't want to. So I would tell people all the time and just like, you know, maybe th- maybe that maybe that needs to change because that would keep some 17 year old or some little kid who looks like grown ass man going to go fucking, you know, buy a gun off the street from somebody because he found it online. Somebody listed it online. So, yeah, you know, that's kind of necessary. And, you know, kind of maybe raising the age limit from like 18 to 21. That's kind of necessary because there are a lot of 18 year olds and there's even a lot of 21 year olds that fucking don't fucking have any sense or not even that they don't have any sense is just that like their mind is not fully developed to where you know you don't even know if this 18 year old has been through proper training or he knows what he's doing or you don't know that fucking you know he could be fucking going to go use his gun to commit a crime with it so i mean cool that's you know that's another one that's kind of necessary um if you're like I said, if you're an 18 year old or something like that and you want a gun, like, you know, I don't feel the need and necessary to have one. But like I said, that that that's a that's a thin line, too, because you could be 18 years old and maybe you want to protect yourself. Maybe you've seen enough and you're, 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 you're feeling the same way as an adult. And like, you know, I want to fucking protect myself. I'm 18 years old. I'm in college. I'm somewhere where I don't know. Then, you know, I want to have a gun. Yeah, you know, like I said, there's a fine line on it. 
but you know it is what it is um and um Another thing is, like, I was telling people, too, is, like, you know, it's you don't have no guns. And it's just like, but you want to, you got all these people that will travel out of state, not have any type of protection. Like, what, like how insane is that for you to travel out of state and you, you're nowhere near home, nowhere near family. You don't know anybody there. You're just there to, you know, vacation, have a good time or something like that. You have no idea where, you know, you know where you are because obviously you travel there, but you don't know anybody. You don't know the city like that because you're just visiting and stuff like that. And here you are going unarmed around all of these strangers. You don't know what the environment's like when you get there. You truly don't know what the environment's like when you get there. Nobody's ever fucking told you that this place fucking is, you know, ridden with crime. But you would go there with, you know, no gun. You know, I had a cousin just just recently hit me up. She was just like, you know, I'm going out of town. I want to travel with my gun. How do I do it? And I'm like, it's easy. When you want to travel out of state with your gun and you're flying, all you got to do is bring it in, a, a you know, a lock pelican case or something like that, a hard case that you can double lock. And, you know, and you go there and fucking um, go to the airport, check it in with all your check bags. Uh, they'll take you through TSA through the back and fucking, you know, scan the gun and stuff like that. Uh, scan the case because it's locked and fucking you're the only one with the keys they give you a tag to claim it when you touch down in the city that you in so it's not hard to do easiest thing in the world to do is to travel to another state with a gun while you're flying on a plane and like i said you want to have those things to protect you because if you don't like you know there's people that get kidnapped in fucking you know cities that they they're visiting and they have no idea where they're at or something like that imagine being kidnapped and you're not even you know nobody knows where you are People knew that you went out of town, but, like, nobody knows where you are. Would you want to risk that or fucking, you know what I mean? Like, no, I wouldn't. That's not something that I would want to, you know, you know, do. Like I said, people come up missing in their own city, so why wouldn't you? Uh, why wouldn't you take the necessary steps to protect yourself while you're out of town? Even, like I said, even inside of town, like, you know, um... I would tell people all the time, like, especially women. Women are so bad at fucking, like, owning guns and stuff like that. At least the women that I've seen own guns. Like, a lot of women have guns just to have guns. Like, why? What, you know, no. They'll have a gun and literally be sitting in a fucking drawer in the, in the kitchen. Like, why? You know what I mean? Like, that thing should be in your fucking purse. You know, just like all this other bullshit that you carry around in your purse. Like, women most definitely. Because women are, like, some of the most vulnerable. Not vulnerable, but... um easy you know the easiest targets out there so why wouldn't you want to have some type of gun on you no but i don't know we'll see we'll see where you know like i said we'll see where these new changes go and how things go like i said i, I definitely don't want all guns to go away because i you know i do like guns but you know it's not it's more than just liking guns to me like i said i feel way more protected when i have some type of gun on me, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm fucking untouchable, you know, but moving on. Um, I got into it with a lot of people on the internet yesterday, mainly women, because, um, I spoke on, and it, it, it's always such a, t- a touchy subject to talk on when you speaking on, you know, men, women, stuff like that. Fucking, it's always such a stupid, t- touchy subject to talk on. But the the thing that I was I reposted this video about this woman talking about women, 
you know, don't, you know, want to cater to a man nowadays. Women, you know, it's so hard for a woman to get a man because she don't want to cater to a man. She feels like, you know, feeding him, rubbing his feet, you know, caring about him. That's, you know, you know, that's, 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 that's going too far. That's going above and beyond what she wants to do or, or what she should do. A lot of women mistake catering for fucking slavery. You know what I mean? Like, or they don't, they don't want to have to fucking compete with another man. And it's just like, why, you know, why the fuck wouldn't you want to compete with another man? I mean, not, they don't want to compete with another woman. I'm sorry. That's fuck. But they don't want to, they don't want to have to compete with another woman. They feel like fucking them putting the, you know, they best foot forward them, you know, doing this, this and that, that is fucking doing too much. Like no woman should have to compete with a man. It's like, what do you mean? Like, why wouldn't, why shouldn't a woman compete for, you know, a man? Because men have to compete for women. Let Make no mistake about it. Like, there are women that are out here that, are, you know, it, enjoy, you know, the chase. You know, multiple men fucking, you know, DMing them, trying to get at them. And they go, and a lot of women, more so than men, are on some shit like, may the best man win. When it comes to uh, the dating scene. And I, and I feel like that's so fucked up because if men acted like that, we, we labeled as fucking, you know, these woman hating fucking, you know, dirty, dirty ass men, because we, we want to fucking, we want multiple women to compete for us. We don't want to settle for something that's less and a lot. And, you know, another thing that was fucked up about it that people was upset with me about was that they were saying that, uh, women shouldn't have to do anything like you know what i mean like if a man wants a woman's you know attention and stuff like that you know she does she shouldn't have to do anything like when when it comes to coming to the table with a man and a woman a woman can come as she is but a man comes to the table needing to approve things or he needs to come to the table with something to show for you know what i mean like he needs to have x y and z he needs to make x y and the you know amount of money he needs to make this amount of money he needs to have this going for himself he needs to have this certain look and stuff like that meanwhile women could come to the table with just their body and a lot of women and it's so crazy that women don't like being looked at like that but that's feel like that's what they feel like all that's all they need to come to the table with it's just like i i know i look good or i know i got this going for myself and you know, you know yeah you think you have that going for yourself but do you actually have that going for yourself do you actually look good in the man in the eyes of this man? Or do you think that you just this badass bitch? Do you think that you have bomb ass pussy? Or you know, yeah, you think that, but does he think that? You know what I mean? How do you know that fucking he has this going on or that going on? How do you know that? You know what I mean? And like I said, women come to the table is like, you know, accept me for who I am type shit. Men can't come to the table like that. Because if he comes to the table like that, then that woman, she's gone. She ain't fucking with him. You know what I mean? Like if he ain't, if he ain't automatically breaking bread or he not automatically paying for this or paying for that and doing this for her. Meanwhile, you know, a man has to work for it. Women don't have to work for nothing when it comes to that. And it's so fucked up that 
like I said, I've seen, you know, I've, I've heard women and seen them just be like, nah, he got to do this. He got to do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he got to show me that he's worth it and stuff like that. Meanwhile, you you ask her, like, okay, are you worth it? And she'd be like, yeah, of course I am. What makes you worth it? Well, I mean, you know, I got, you know, and, and the whole time, girl ain't even got no fucking personality. She's boring. You know what I mean? Like, what type of girl are you to fucking be talking about? Yeah, I got this going on for me and that, all this. I'm like, girl, you're boring. You don't, you don't have shit going on for you like you think you do. Newsflash. Sorry to break it to you. And I'm not saying that there aren't men out here like that either. There are men out here too that don't know this, this, and that. But it's just like, it, it, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, I just, I just wish that that narrative would change about that. How, you know, men women have to do less when it comes to fucking... You know the dating pool and doing this and that. Like you know, it's always gonna be it's just, it's it's starting to be equal. You know, equal as far as that because like I, I told I was telling women yesterday, a lot of men ain't looking for that. A lot of women ain't looking for you know a woman to just be throwing. You know, all I got is my body. A lot of men is just like okay, that's all you got. Then you know, deuces. Like you're not the girl for me because that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a woman that you know talks to me just like I you know talk to her. You know what I mean? Or finds out what's going on with me just like I find out what's going on with her. Like that, you know, I feel like that's only right. And I feel like that's fair for women to, you know, understand that. Like a lot of men are not looking for, you know, a woman that's just going to only offer, only got her body to offer. Because eventually that doesn't set you apart from other women either. And that's the that's the quickest way to get your ass cheated on. Like all you got is the offer is that. And how do you know if that's fire? Like how do you know you got some bar pussy? You know, a man is cheating on you when you when you ain't got no bomb pussy. I'm I'm gonna just keep it real for you. I'm gonna just keep it real with you. Or you're lacking something in the relationship. I had to tell a lot of women that well, I was getting cheated on because of this. I was like, no, you got you got cheated on because your the home was fucking the home wasn't happy. He wasn't happy at home. That's a, like nowadays, like that's a lot of reasons why men cheat. And if it ain't the reason why you cheat, then you know for sure that you chose the wrong dude before you got into that relationship. So stop saying that you got cheated on for other reasons. The main reason why a lot of men cheat because they are not happy at home. So they just go they going seek they going to seek, you know, a little bit of happiness and enjoyment and excitement from, you know, some other woman. Same thing with a woman would do. Even though I, I feel like cheating from a woman is a lot worse than a man cheating, but you know, I'll leave y'all up to debate about that, but a lot of women get cheated on because that man just ain't happy at home. That 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 man has told you that he's not happy at home. You've been uh, resistant towards that information. And then you 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 don't understand why you got cheated on. A lot of women was telling me that yesterday, too. Like, nah, I told him, like, what can I do to make things better? Da, 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 this. I'm like, you told him. I mean, you asked him, but he wasn't necessarily comfortable with, you know, opening up to you about that because y'all probably gotten into it over other things about that. And you made it uncomfortable for him to talk to you about you know how could how y'all can improve the relationship you know i've been like that where you just like you know if we've gotten into arguments and i've told her about things before that you know that had nothing to do with her and we've gotten into arguments and we didn't get nowhere so i was just like fuck it i won't bring it back up how you think that uh you know you're gonna feel when that man is trying to talk to you about you something that you're the problem on like I've I brought that up and just like, you know, 
like girl you, like you, you know you're the, you're the problem this is what's wrong with you you're and then on top of that you're asking like you're asking like how can you approve on this relationship or what can you do to change things i'm like okay well you know i feel like you know we need we need to spice this relationship up it's just not it's just not spicy like you know how it's supposed to do and a lot of women don't want to accept the fact that you know being in a relationship it's it's constant work you literally have to constantly work on the relationship and improve the relationship. A lot of women think that that, you know, they're good. They don't they don't have to do this, they don't have to do that. Like, you know, the, their relationship is good. Why do they need to work on it? I'm just like, why wouldn't you want to work on it? Like, why wouldn't you want to make the relationship better so that you can keep the relationship alive, keep the relationship healthy? You know what I mean? Like, men are constantly told that they need to improve on this, they need to improve on that. But when you tell a woman that, like, it's totally different. Like, a woman gets, uh, like, offended, which is crazy. Because, I, you know, you try not to... You try not to offend a woman with that, but it's just like, I'm only telling you this to make us better. You know what I mean? Like, you're kind of you're kind of letting go of yourself right now. You're kind of doing this. You're kind of doing that. Like, you know, let's let's improve on this. Let's improve on that. And a lot of women just, like don't want to do that they're resistant towards change when it comes to them which is fucked up but you know because a man is willing to make changes you know what i mean like I'm, I'm gonna make some changes for this girl she want me to do this i'm gonna do that because i don't want to like mainly a man don't want to hear you like you know don't want to see you upset about it don't want to see you you know get mad at them about it don't want to see you you know don't want to don't want them to criticize you about it so even like you know what, i'm gonna change this i'm gonna change that because i really care about this girl women will just be, like, so selfish about it. Like, I don't think I need to change anything. Like, why do I need to do this? Why do I need to do that? And I'm just like, because, like, you know, there's there's always room for improvement on a relationship. If you don't think that, then you're sadly fucking mistaken that you don't think that you need to make changes on a relationship. I'm sorry, I was watching this video. But, um, yeah. You know, so it is what it is. Like you know, a lot a lot of women don't understand that. Like I said, you know, um, y'all y'all they'll get that sooner or later when they find themselves forty years old and alone. Because a lot of women be like, "Oh, I'm the prize too." Like that's the number one thing that kills me too. Like I'm a prize. I'm like, okay, a prize according to who? And then you know, what I mean, like there there's different type of there's different levels of prizes. Like when you sit there and say that fucking. Oh, I'm this and I'm that. Like, you know, you're, you're you're not a prize. Like, you think that you are, but you're really not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you 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 may be a prize, but you're not top shelf prize. You know what I mean? Like, I put I posted like you know the the I'm a prize theory yesterday, where it showed a picture of like the you know the prize the prize uh section at Chuck E. Cheese, where they got the top shelf shit that calls Buku's tickets, and they got the front counter t- uh, you know prizes where they don't cost that much. And a lot of you women are, you know, that that front counter prize. And it is it's nobody's fault but yours. You know, what I mean, like a lot of women that need really need to improve on themselves before they call themselves a prize. Because if you are such a prize, then why can't you get no man? Why can't you keep a man? Why, you know, are you having so many issues in a relationship? That may not be necessarily just you, but that's what um, 
that's what uh, this, a lot of women find themselves in a situation as. But they're like, you know, you're always bragging about you're this prize, but how come you can't get nobody to treat you like a prize? You're such a prize. But I don't know. It, but like I said, it was, it was really a lot of ignorant people yesterday aggravating me about it, too, because it was like they were completely wrong or they were focusing on the wrong thing or they clearly didn't watch the video I posted about the woman saying that, you know, women, you know, there are a lot of selfish women out here that feel like they don't need to compete for a man. They don't want to compete for a man. And it was just like, OK, well, when you don't want to compete for a man, like that's what's going to happen. Like you're going to find yourself, you know, alone. But. I don't know. I'm almost an hour, about 45 minutes. Uh, going on leave next weekend. I'm going to spend it with my boys. My, You know, my boys and my sons. Uh, I'm going to take them to see Lightyear. I'm really happy and excited about that movie, so I won't be sitting there fucking bored. But uh, then we're going to go see Minions 2. My son's a huge, my youngest is a huge Minions fan. So, uh, well, at least I think he is because he will watch Minions back to back. And a little bit of despicable on me, but yeah, Minions Two is coming out, so I'm pretty happy. I'm I'm pretty happy about that myself, cause I kind of I low key like the Minions movie, so I'm gonna be happy to you know take him to see that. Hopefully he don't act a fool in the movie theater. Please pray for me. I hope he don't act a fool in the movie theater. But because uh, my oldest, he used to do that. We used to be in that movie for a good hour watching a movie. And I we I think the only movie I went to take him to see by myself was like Spider Man. And we made it literally to like the last ten minutes of the movie, and I low key wanted to see the end of another movie. It was the uh, the Miles Morales one, uh, the animated one with the Black Spider Man, and he cut the like he was ready to go because it was just the the ending was scaring him when he was having uh when he was fighting Kingpin, so he was just ready to go, and I was like fuck, all right, let's go. So I I took him home, and I never got to see the ending of uh I forgot what it was called, the Amazing Spider Man. No, it wasn't the Amazing Spider Man, but. It was Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man or something like that. I don't know. But hopefully they act like they got some sense in the movie theater. I'm going to try to keep them occupied for the two weeks that they're going to be together. So I fly out to go get my Otis, and then um, I'll be back to, yeah, spend my summer leave with them. I got some trips planned up for later on in this year. Hopefully I'm going out of town to a few places I won't say. You know, can't let people know your next move. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much been it, man. I'm happy to be back. Sorry if it's like I kind of was all over the place. Even though I, I start, I kind of did good sticking to two big topics. But, uh, yeah, definitely, like I said, if you ain't got a gun, go out and buy yourself a gun. And, you know, if you need help on a gun, DM me. You know, DM a professional. Uh, you know, guns are starting to be like car dealerships at gun stores and stuff like that don't let them just go sell you any kind of thing for any old kind of price you know make sure you educate yourself on guns just like you would educate yourself on a car before you go buy one and yeah man protect yourself protect you and everything around you because it's getting crazy out there and you know i don't want to see nothing happen to anybody except for my fucking enemies but um yeah, there's been another episode of Convert Conversation. I appreciate y'all for listening, rejoining, and I will see y'all next week. Um, hopefully, I get some answers from the surgeon when I go see him. So I'll talk about that next episode, though. But I appreciate y'all for listening, and I'll see y'all next week.